1: GOOD MORNING, EVERYONE. I'M ASSOCIATE PASTOR MELVIN HONDA, AND I'D LIKE TO THANK YOU FOR JOINING US TODAY. WE WELCOME YOU TO THE KINGDOM OF GOD CRUSADE TELECAST BEING BROUGHT TO YOU EVERY SUNDAY MORNING, NOT ONLY HERE IN HAWAII, BUT FROM 8 TO 9 A.M. ALSO IN PARTS OF CALIFORNIA, FROM 6 TO 7 A.M. ON STATION TV CHANNEL 13 IN SAN DIEGO, FROM 6 TO 7 A.M. ON STATION KPSC CHANNEL 13 IN PALM SPRINGS, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on charter cable channel 1519 in Los Angeles, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, and Wyoming. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus, coming soon. A landmark in Kali for over 98 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief, Pastor William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959 who continue the Gospel to its fullest. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, as saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in hospitals and convalescent in homes. And should you need prayer of, or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Our church choir, under the direction of Emily Hahn, opens our musical portion with a toe-tapping and invigorating selection, which speaks from our heart and directly to our Savior, Jesus Christ, who is blessed and bountiful love for each of us. We respond with a cheerful heart, I am yours. Eden Matsuki accompanies our choir on the piano and Rose Pohaku Carter on the organ. So come on and sing along with the choir and let your heart soar with gladness. For the first presentation, the church band, under the direction of Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., we played an inspiring number, Oh Love That Will Not Let Me Go, with a featured flute solo by Sally Spotkaff and cello solo by Seneca, Seneca Rose Hahn. Our soloist for today is Emilia Han. She will sing for us the song entitled, Faith Can Move Mountains. The word faith isn't just a word when you have Jesus. He waits on us daily, listening to our every prayer. He sees and feels what's in our heart. And as we turn everything over to Him, believe in Him, trust in Him, to work all things out, and Jesus will. Emilia will be accompanied by Christy Han, on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Trustee Associate Pastor Edmund Sports Sr. and Macy Asano Sr. on the guitars. final number for today will be our church choir with a moving song of sincere and enduring compassion from our hearts and to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Jesus, I love you. Irish Locke accompanies the choir on the organ and Eden Matsuki on the piano. Come on and sing along with us using the words on your television screen. Members of the church orchestra, under the direction of a trustee, Associate Pastor Edwin Sproul Sr., uses their versatile music talents to create an energetic rhythm of songs entitled, Praising the Lord. Up next will be the vocal group, Saints in Harmony, who enthusiastically enthusiastically await to sing this glorious melody entitled, Send the Light. Yes, viewers, and that glorious light is the gospel which lights up the pathway to heaven. Through Jesus' words of salvation, Christy Hahn will accompany the group on the piano. It is a pleasure indeed to dedicate today's wonderful song to Mr. Jameson Sato of our Hawaii Island Branch Church in Hilo. May the good Lord continue to pour forth his bountiful blessing upon you, Jameson, and may he continue to strengthen you each and every day. Have a wonderful and blessed
0: day. There's a call comes ringing O'ER the restless wave. Send the light, oh send the light. Yes, there are souls to rescue, and there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light. Send the light, and a golden offering on the cross.
1: I praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV tv Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KQTA TV Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about a Gospel work and view Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter Aitin Loi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Lenny K. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are all welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Praise the Lord, everyone. How many of you in our television congregation can recall the incident involving two sisters named Mary and Martha, who one day had Jesus as a guest in their home? This event Recording in Luke 10, 38 to 42, tells how upon the Lord's arrival, Mary immediately sat at his feet as an avid listener who was absolutely enthralled by the Lord's presence, as well as by what he had to say. Martha's complaint to Jesus was that he should instruct Mary to help with the preparation of the meal. However, the Lord gently admonished Martha for worrying about everything else except here spiritual well-being and that she should instead be more like Mary who loved the words of the Lord. Being that we too are in the Lord's company, I pray that my sermon entitled Impossible Made Possible will enable you to take heart and cherish the gospel and the word of God as clearly as Mary did. For my text, turn with me to read Mark 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. We tend to think in terms of our human limits, but when thinking of what God can do, we must remove the human mind's limitations of understanding and believe that there is nothing impossible with God. I'd like to relate a story to expound this point. Many years ago, the church parsonage at the Mother Church was burglarized, and amongst the traded items stolen was the Purple Heart medal Chief Pastor William M. Hunt was honored with as a result of his wounds he received at St. Louis, France during World War II. For over four decades, the Purple Heart reposed in a special place at our residence. When it was taken, Pastor, Chief Pastor Hahn felt like a part of him has been lost too. And we all thought that precious memento would never be replaced. However, my Chief Pastor Han committed the matter into the hands of the Lord. What anyone else would deem impossible is always possible. If the matter is entrusted to Jesus, we were all overwhelmed indeed when a special and prestigious reward ceremony was held in Chief Pastor Han's honor at Hickam Air Force Base so that he could be rewarded and repinned with the Purple Heart on June 20, 1889. All this was made possible by Air Force Colonel Ronald Han, Jr. and other officers at Hickam Air Force Base. But most of all, we have the Lord to thank for this special honor. After all, we exist and depend on the fact that with God, all things are possible. Once again, our resident pastor sits his purple heart. Yes, TV viewers, if you believe you can have it, you will receive it. Permit me to share some background concerning our scripture reading. Jesus had taken Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration. There he revealed his glory, his deity, and his sinless humanity. This was followed by the voice of the Father who bore witness to Jesus being his beloved son. While keeping this scene in mind, below the mountain, the other nine disciples were facing what one would think would be a most embarrassing situation. They knew the experience of having demons subject to them. This time, it seems as though they were defeated and frustrated. A father brought his demon-possessed son to them, and they were powerless to bring victory to his father and son. When Jesus came down from the mountain, Onto the scene, followed by Peter, James, and John, embarrassment was replaced by joy. Then Jesus began to teach his disciples the secret of power, a secret that is still effective today, that there is nothing impossible to him that believe it. Let's read in Mark nine, verse fourteen. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with them. It is very possible that the Pharisees' questioning of the disciples was part of their plot to destroy Jesus. When one comes down to it, Satan was leading them to do so. He had been trying since the planning of the birth of Jesus to destroy him. When looking at the past practice of the scribes and Pharisees, they worked together to bring that woman who was taken in adultery to Jesus. Their motive was to obtain evidence which would make it possible to accuse Jesus of injustice. Turn with me and let us read John 8, chapter, verses 46. This scripture begins with the Pharisees and scribes speaking to Jesus. They say unto him, Master, this woman is taken in adultery in the very act. To be able to catch her in the very act, they had either had to set her up for the fall or play the part of a peeping tom to catch her. But wait, that's not all. How about the man that was caught with her? He was not mentioned. Is this injustice justice, when only the woman is judged in such a situation? Not so. The man should be considered to be just as guilty of the same sin. Let's continue in verse 5. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such would be stoned. But what sayest thou? This that they are tempting him that they might have to accuse Him, but Jesus stooped down and with His finger wrote on the ground as though He heard them not. As I mentioned to my congregation, I believe Jesus stooped down to write in the dust the names of all the women and accusers had affairs with. One by one, they left when seeing what was written. Turn with me and read Mark 9, verses 15 to 16. And straightway, all the people, when they had beheld Him, were greatly amazed and running to Him, saluted Him. Great multitudes followed Jesus because of His popularity. He became popular because of the simplicity of the Word of God and the great success of His healing ministry. Apparently, they weren't expecting Jesus back yet because when, he, when the people saw Him, they were amazed and surprised and ran to Him. Wouldn't it be wonderful if more people would turn to Jesus at the mere mention of his powerful name? The day is coming when that is going to happen. Will you be ready? Will you be amongst them? Let's read Mark 9, verses 16 to 18. And he asked the scribes, What question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which had a dumb spirit, and wheresoever he taketh him, He tarried him and he foamed and gnashed with his teeth and it away. And I spoke to thy disciples and they should cast him out and they could not. Before Jesus could get any answer from the scribes and Pharisees, a man in the crowd cried out for help. Everyone needs help at one time or another. We just cannot have the attitude of treating Jesus as a candy machine. In other words, our hearts say, Lord, I need you. Now for this problem, after he gives the victory, the attitude changes to, Lord, I don't need you now. Let's not back to the motives of the Pharisees. Yes, viewers, you can bet that Jesus was not happy at all with the motives of the teachings of the Pharisees. The people were accustomed to the teachings being too complicated because they mixed the law with tradition. We cannot please God by adding or subtracting to the Word of God. If we add or subtract, Today, we have many versions of the Bible being sold. We must be careful to buy and use the King James Version. Some versions have changed so much, the meaning has completely been lost. In some cases, for example, in places of our mansion, the word room is used. There are many kinds of rooms. I know I wouldn't want to inherit just a closet or a restroom. I am promised a mansion. That's what I'm looking forward to. Now let's focus on attention on the demon-possessed child for a moment. The child was not a victim of disease or epilepsy or the like. He was possessed by an evil spirit that kept him from the power of speech and which dashed him down in a convulsion, followed by the foaming of the mouth and grinding of the teeth, with shrill cries. This was all the work of Satan, spiritually, THIS IS THE CONDITION OF EVERYONE WHO HAS NOT BEEN BORN AGAIN INTO THE KINGDOM OF GOD. LET US TURN TO AND READ MARK 1, 14-15. NOW AFTER THAT JOHN WAS PUT IN PRISON, JESUS CAME INTO Galilee, PREACHING THE GOSPEL OF THE KINGDOM OF GOD AND SAYING, THE TIME IS FULFILLED, THE KINGDOM OF GOD IS AT HAND. REPENT YE AND BELIEVE THE GOSPEL. WHAT IS THE GOSPEL? THE GOSPEL IS THE GOOD NEWS THAT JESUS SAVES, JESUS HEALS, JESUS BAPTIZES WITH THE HOLY GHOST AND WITH FIRE, AND JESUS IS COMING SOON. The question should not be, when is he coming? It should be, am I ready to meet him when he comes? Please locate John chapter 3. Jesus was speaking to a Pharisee, a leader of the community. This man had a teachable spirit because he wanted information from Jesus. Let's listen to the conversation as Nicodemus comes to see Jesus at night. Read with me in John 3, verses 1 to 7. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Nicodemus recognized that Jesus came from God. He just wasn't sure what the relationship was. Notice that Nicodemus said, we know that thou art a teacher. Among the Pharisees, there are others who also know that Jesus came from God. But notice how Jesus responds. Let's continue in verse three. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. To see the kingdom of God is to experience it. But first off, how can one who is not spiritually experienced understand that which is spiritual? Hold your place here and turn with me and read in 1 Corinthians chapter two verse fourteen, but the natural man, receiving not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him; neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You see, TV viewers, you must be born again. Let's continue reading in John three four. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time IN his mother's womb and be born? You see, this is the type of questions the natural man thinks up and responds with. But look at Jesus' answer. But before I read it, I'd like to mention that the greatest deception going on in the religious community today is that one need not be baptized to be saved. Listen carefully as Jesus once again answers Nicodemus in John 3, 5. Jesus answers, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, And of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus was not mincing words here. Continue in the sixth and seventh verse and see how Jesus says, There is no exception. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. On the day of Pentecost, Peter, who was the prince of the apostles, stood up to preach and answer the question asked, of the souls who were there wanting to be forgiving of their sins and be saved from this untoward generation the scripture is on your screen in Acts 2:38. then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost baptism should be administered in the name of Jesus Christ as we just read many we say Why should I believe Peter when he denied the Lord? First of all, when Peter said this, he was accompanied by the rest of the apostles, also Mary, the mother of Jesus, and some 3,000 people. Not one person said to him, Peter, you're wrong. You should tell them to be baptized in the titles of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Better yet, no one said to Peter, Peter, you're wrong. These people don't need to be baptized to be saved. Instead, Peter was bold in telling them exactly what Jesus commanded him to say. Secondly, everyone mentioned in the Bible who was ever baptized was said to have been baptized in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No one was ever baptized in the titles of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And furthermore, no infant was baptized. To be baptized, one must believe. How can a baby believe? Thirdly, listen to the prayer of Jesus. Turn with me so that we can read John 17 chapter verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Jesus prayed not only for the apostles, but for all of us who would hear and take heed to their words, which we are reading this morning. When the seventy were appointed of the Lord to go and preach the gospel, Jesus had something, Important to say. Let's read in Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me, despiseth him that sent me. To reject what you have heard this morning is to reject the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Now, viewers, turn with me to Acts 4.12, or you can read it on your screen neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none under name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. This is self-explanatory. There is no other way. If these scriptures were not meant to be followed, why were they written? John 20, verse 31 tells us, But these are written... THAT YOU MIGHT BELIEVE THAT JESUS IS THE CHRIST, THE SON OF GOD, AND BELIEVING you MIGHT HAVE LIFE THROUGH HIS NAME. NOTICE THE LAST FEW WORDS, YOU MIGHT HAVE LIFE THROUGH HIS NAME. THIS IS REFERRING TO THE NAME OF THE LORD JESUS CHRIST. AND PAUL, WHO WAS CHOSEN AND TAUGHT BY THE LORD AFTER HIS CRUCIFIXION AND RESURRECTION, SAID IN Colossians CHAPTER 3, VERSE 17, And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Baptism is a deed. The name of the Lord is in word. Therefore, you must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, believe, repent, and be baptized. Turn with me. And read Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. As this time, viewers, i like to relate a short story to emphasize this point of believing and acting upon your belief. A Christian businessman by the name of Joseph was attending a convention. And while there, he tried to present the gospel to the hotel elevator boy, Dennis. The elevator boy said, I can understand what it means to believe in Jesus. I'm a church member myself. But what's all this business of believing in baptism? The convention continued for a day or so and finally Joseph had to leave. He rang for the elevator and he came up to his floor, stopped and the door opened. And there stood Joseph outside the elevator with his bags. Dennis said, did you ring? Joseph replied, yes. Dennis then said, what floor do you want to go to? The Christian businessman said, I want to go to the main floor. But he just stood there. Dennis said, well, then what's the matter? The Christian replied, nothing's the matter. I believe that the elevator has the power to take me to the main floor. And still he stood there in expiration. Dennis asked, what's the matter with you? It won't do you any good to believe in the elevator unless you get in or in it, then Joseph said, that is exactly what it means when the Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. That's what the Lord in His Word is telling you. You must act on your faith and also like the businessman, Jesus dealt with the possessed boy's father until the man cried out, Lord, I believe. THEN DELIVERANCE CAME. LET'S CONTINUE AND READ IN MARK, THE NINTH CHAPTER, VERSES 19 TO 22, WHERE JESUS IS SPEAKING TO HIS APOSTLES AND THE PEOPLE REGARDING THE POSSESSED BOY BROUGHT TO THE APOSTLES. HE ANSWERED HIM AND SAID, O FAITHLESS GENERATION, HOW LONG SHALL I BE WITH YOU? HOW LONG SHALL I SUFFER YOU? BRING HIM UNTO ME. To be faithless means not having one's goal set in one's heart, mind, and soul. And therefore, one doesn't believe that he can have what he wants. But now, let's look at the positive side. Turn with me and read Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The greatest sin in is the sin of unbelief. The sixth verse tells us, without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. And the scribes and Pharisees obviously were unbelievers, and unbelief filled the heart of the Father when He saw the disciples could not cast a demon out of His Son. Is it any wonder they were rebuked by the Lord for their faithlessness? We must remember, the most important thing is not the healing of the body, but the salvation of the soul. Let's continue reading in Mark 9 20. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him and fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, How long it ago since this came unto him? AND HE SAID OF A CHILD, AND OFTENTIMES HE CAST HIM INTO THE FIRE AND INTO THE WATERS TO DESTROY HIM, BUT IF THOU CANST DO ANYTHING, HAVE COMPASSION ON US AND HELP US. WHEN THE DEVIL KNOWS HE IS ABOUT TO BE CAST OUT, HE IS SURE TO BE ANGRY. Where THE DEVIL SEES THAT ONE IS FOLLOWING THE LORD, YOU KNOW HE IS ALSO ANGRY where one is contemplating coming to the house of the Lord to accept Jesus as his or her personal Savior, you know the devil is going to try to put up all the roadblocks he can. Therefore, if you are a potential Christian, just recognize the tricks of the devil when you try to make your way to the house of the Lord this morning. Coming to church this morning, is the way to express your faith to the Lord. Let's continue reading verses twenty-three and twenty-four. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. The Lord is looking for that little faith, like He would for a grain of mustard seed. It is a minute seed, which grows into a great tree. Earlier, Jesus told the centurion Matthew eight thirteen. Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. We must believe that according to our faith, it is measured out to us. Let's continue with verse 24. And straight the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou, my unbelief tell jesus about your meager faith, doubts and shortcomings he has he understands your weakness because he himself though sinless shared in your humanity be like the father in today's sermon and bring your burdens and cares to jesus not forgetting to tell him of your lack of faith if it is so we must come boldly unto the throne of grace, and instructed by Hebrews 4:16, and share with Him all that is upon our hearts. He will meet our needs when we cry, Lord, I believe. Help thy mind unbelief. Reach up as far as you can by faith, and trust Jesus to do the rest. If you'd like to know more about the gospel word and the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, expressing my sincere appreciation to each of you who has allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hand. The church band will close today's program by playing the song entitled since Jesus came into my heart.
0: The program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.